0: I wonder what i'm gonna do because there ain't no cure for the summertime blues Mm -hmm. eddie cochran on this day in 1960 american musician eddie cochran passes away in a taxi accident at the age of 21 this is the crossroads music podcast a weekly music discussion podcast thanks for tuning in eric how are you tonight
1: i'm doing well that was a that was like a good one i was like oh you got cochran nice and then you threw in that sad news <laughs> yeah that's like, why i was oh, like yeah. uh-huh. man
0: i don't know if i should open with this one but like summertime that's blues what you're
1: talking that's what you're ta- that is a good tune it's so good oh man it's yeah. such a good tune yeah
0: it's cr- i didn't realize he died at the age of 21 though that's so young that is so young
1: I thought he made it into his 30s, but I guess not.
0: Yep. Uh, Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, Hello, chat, everyone. Uh, Raiders, Chasing Dragonflies,
1: how's it going? Welcome, you raiding Vikings, you. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, All right, Eric, what is your drink of choice for today?
1: So my drink of choice, I've had these these guys on here before uh, from Backcountry Brewing out of Squamish, BC, which is... uh, kind of northwest-ish of uh like on the mainland not on vancouver island uh but big on uh mountain biking there like if you like hiking in the mountains and stuff like it's huge there uh and some of the best i've i've been told never been but apparently it's unreal uh what i like about these guys is their labels are insane uh they had that beer where i was like cranked up to 11 turn it up to 11 or whatever um and it was like off spinal tap so they take a lot of like famous pop culture that and bring it into things so today because i've been watching the sopranos because i've never seen the show before and everybody's been telling me to watch it um so i saw this and i was like yes just when you think you're out they pull me back in (laughs) the italian pilsner um and I have to say it's really good. Really good. I had one earlier and it was it's fantastic.
0: Very nice. Uh Ben oh. is saying that he worked in Squamish for seven
1: that's and a half right. years. A that is time. right. We also knew a coworker that's a bit of a tool that's worked there, <laughs> there as well, but it's all right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> um, all right, let's let's talk about some music. Eric, any anything new that you've been listening to uh recently?
1: so um i actually i'll start off with this because it's it's more of like the lesser one i want to talk about uh yes you got, the, you got the nail on the head there ben um so uh megan uh Morani Morani, I, I don't know how to say the last name but uh, she's a country artist out of out of uh canada here in alberta and uh, so she released uh, four singles from an album she's coming out with called lucky Um, and I have to say like it's not too bad it's actually not too bad of an album Um, I I was really like I feel like with Canadian country music it's a big hit or a big mess I always find find, like so so for instance and I know a lot of people are going to disagree with me if if there are country fans on here um uh Dean Brody I always thought was a bit of a just like (laughs) he's like a brand (laughs) like you're just buying like coca-cola it's it's (laughs) it's the same like he does have some good songs but i just find his his lyrics are very like we need to make songs that are like cheesy canadian and like like it just it just doesn't fit like obviously shania twain big hit right um you know tenille towns uh is a new upcoming canadian artist she's fantastic so it's kind of nice to see that that this girl, Megan is, is doing well. Uh, so I, I haven't heard much of her stuff. Uh, uh she has a couple albums, uh, or actually, no, this is her first actually album, tons of EPs. Oh, um, interesting. Uh, so, so uh, I, I hope this does well.
0: Megan and I'm going to attempt this Moroni. I feel Maroney. like Moroni would be the way to pronounce mm-hmm. this M O R O N E Y. That's actually yeah. an unfortunate, um, last name to say it is, it it's is Moron E Y. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly um so i i've i've checked that out uh she has four four songs uh off her off her album right now that you can go check out uh the other thing is is so it came up on my youtube feed and it was like a little live like acoustic just with dallas green playing a couple songs off his new album nice. and i gotta say man like he's just such a good like he sounds exactly like his recordings like Mm -hmm. his his voice is so freaking good and uh which got me back into the album again and and i have to say like uh so i also watched an interview with him uh it was about a half an hour on cbc out of grand prairie uh when he was playing this little tour which you kind of when he opened for the chili peppers there um he he was saying how this actual album is actually written about a friend of his that died. So like and his whole grieving process. So it kind of like after hearing that and you listen to the album again, it kind of hits you a little harder, right? Because you're like, Mm -hmm. holy shit, like this is actually and and I knew the songs were deeper than any of anything else he's written. But so I guess he was talking about this guy uh, they called Horse. That was his nickname. Uh, And uh, he was the sound engineer they had that they hired and they were like yeah he was so good we kept him with us with a bunch of alexis on fire albums uh some other stuff that dallas green did with other musicians and he's he's been like a part like a family member essentially so like i guess he died in a scuba diving accident in australia and it was kind of just like i'm going scuba diving it's like have fun and then next thing you know He's dead, which was like a big shock to him. And then I guess the pandemic hit right after that. So it was oh. like literally like wow. it was just like all this stuff just just hit him and his his band like like big time. So th- they wrote this album and, and it was just like it was just crazy like to hear hear here. And, and it just like when you listen to the songs again, you're like, holy shit, like this guy can really capture that feeling. Right. Right. So yeah. which was kind of neat. Puts into context
0: uh cool yeah i need to check out the city and colors uh album at some point Mm -hmm. that's that's gonna be on the list of things to listen to uh anything else anything else you that's that's it it? man some reason i don't know how this happened but i got into like a 90s kick and like Mm -hmm. i'm just like listening to all these like alt alt rock bands from the 90s like third eye blind and then somehow i got into like like nineties uh like pop stars like uh Liz Fair and like Michelle Branch. Michelle <laughs> Branch, holy crap, she can write a song.
1: Mm.
0: Oh my God. Like kind I I, I actually need to go back and like listen to her like debut album. I think I can't remember her debut album or her second album was the big one, but oh my God she can write
1: a song Oh yes. This girl. Okay. Yeah. She's uh I she's
0: married up. to um the drummer for uh, mm-hmm. Black Keys.
1: That's right. Yeah, that's right.
0: Anyways, yes. Yeah. I've uh, been listening to Michelle Branch for some reason, uh, like a whole bunch, because I don't know. I somehow <laughs> got into this funny. vortex of like '90s musicians. Um, the other thing I've been listening to, uh, and I won't get into it because like too much into it, because it's the album that we're going to do next week. But uh, Metallica's, oh, yeah. Metallica's new album, obviously, I like got it like at midnight when it was released <laughs> so um we'll talk about it next week in more detail but i just i don't know every time metallica releases a new album it's just pain and suffering for me like every time it's so, it's such <laughs> a fucking ordeal and i don't know why but um
1: anyways i can't wait for next week oh, God, I can't, I can't deal with that.
0: my favorite band of all time but every time they release a new album it's just like what the fuck
1: <laughs> that must be tough that's like know. that's almost like a, a good true toronto maple leafs fan oh yeah you know yeah, like it must be <laughs> like, yeah. like that's what i feel like it is yeah uh so I, I feel i feel That's like every true. time i have a conversation with you about a Vitalik album it's like diehard leaf fans are like oh leaves sir I'm like we love the leaves it's like they're so shit though <laughs> and it's like and they admit it they admit it but then it's like oh like we're gonna we're gonna do we're gonna do it one day <laughs> uh
0: my my whole life anyways let's move on from that topic because we'll we'll discuss it in depth next week um Mm-hmm. but uh let's let's move on to uh the music news i think at some point we should probably get these sound effects going
1: <laughs> also we sh- oh yeah <laughs> i forgot we were supposed to do that <laughs> yeah, it was, it's was.
0: it been on the to-do list for like a year and wasn't just, like, that wasn't
1: com- that the year like, 2022's goal <laughs> yeah get- we just like completely <laughs> forgot about it <laughs> i, I, I could i just you just reminded me so
0: um Anyways, let's let's move on to the music news. Uh, yeah, chasing dragonflies wants sound effects. So, mm-hmm. at some point, um, so I guess one that I just want to highlight up front because I think uh, I think it's super important. But jazz pianist Ahmed Jamal uh, has passed away today. Actually, oh. uh, although he's not a household name, uh, he is considered a pioneer in the minimalistic playing style. Uh, that the laid the foundation for a uh, subgenre of jazz, which is termed cool jazz. Um, but he would uh, inspire many musicians after him, uh, most notably Miles Davis. So mm. that's, that's a, a big name. Yeah. That's like a, this is a old school cat, like really old school. Um, but uh, yeah, Ahmed Jamal I always, passed away.
1: I always love hearing those type of influences. Like, Miles Davis, big, big jazz like giant. Yeah. Right? And and then it's just like if if he was listening to this guy, like this guy must have been good.
0: Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so let's let's move on to uh more future stuff. Um there's there's so much going on in regards to AI. Obviously it like affects a lot of different sectors and everything. Oh. But we will talk about specifically music stuff here. Uh, the first thing, and uh, this might actually be pretty useful, but there's a new, uh, I guess, company or program, however you want to term it. It's called uh, Wav Tool, W A W A V T O O L, one word. Uh, I have no idea how they want to pronounce that, but anyways, it's a brand new AI mu- music production tool that uses ChatGPT four, and it sits in your DAW recording software. So whatever software you use to record music, it basically sits in there. Uh, it will take your recorded audio and give it prompts like I want. Like you could give it prompts to say like I want the melody to more interesting or you want the tempo to increase or you give it basically text prompts to like change what you've recorded. So Mm -hmm. it'll automatically change whatever you recorded in your DAW. Um, So if you wanted to increase volume or decrease volume, you just need to type like decrease the snare volume or like increase the kick volume and they'll do it for you.
1: That's that's okay. That's blowing my mind if that can do that. Like First of all, like I, I feel like the volume settings, I, I can't see you changing much of that because right. I think more more people would preferably use the actual integrated soundboard yep. in there, like your your leveling meters. Um however the melody thing like like I, I
0: yeah, so like how does the, it the work. Obviously the volume thing was like a simple uh a simple example, but like you could be like the melody line at this t- time stamp for this guitar. It's playing a e flat, or an E-flat, change it to an F. Every time the guitar plays
1: an E-flat, change that to an F. Like, you could That's do pretty, like that. So, uh, like, I could believe that they did that, that they can do this, because the software, like, the stuff on Logic, I predominantly used Logic, and the stuff on there is insane. Like, you can actually get a snippet and break down an actual vocal recording Mm-hmm. which is complete, just a raw sound wave. So it's not even like a MIDI uh, notation. And and you can actually, it will actually tell you what note in terms of even the pitch. So you can even take a, like a part, like if, you, if they're doing like a run, like, ah, uh, yep. or something like that, just that transition of going up. You could, if something was off key there, you can actually move it up a bit, but you have to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. Whereas this, like, this is insane if if it just how to do it
0: mhm that's crazy yeah so anyways <laughs> stuff like that in terms of the production world it's going to come out at some point for mainstream use but you know that saves a lot of time it's pretty useful
1: oh that does save a lot of time but like it would suck like when you when you start it and it's like okay mix this song for me and then what if it completely fucks it up like do you remember our 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 mutual friend in high school that cpt that we had to do that project did you ever listen to his like well you had to you had to partner up with somebody i think i don't know if we were in the same music class that year together but we had to partner up with somebody and then you had to write an actual like song together but oh, you had I think to have I remember at least this. I think I remember five it. or six instruments and you had to transit like you had to do the transposition oh, and everything like that did you ever hear nick's nick's song no so the best way i could describe this song is so he put it into that uh what's that notation program uh that you use it and then you can have it play play the song oh, for you uh, but it's Guitar like pro it, Guitar Pro, yeah, and and it sounds very robotic, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it sounds like this is a machine playing this. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so you put this musical notation in, and I mean, he put it in, but he forgot to transposition each <laughs> instrument. So, just just for all you listeners that that aren't uh, grasping this, so every instrument is technically in a different key. So, like piano, key of C, right? Uh, saxophone is in E flat, yeah, right? So, if I play flat, a yeah. Yeah, if I if I play a C on the saxophone, it's not going to be the same C on the uh, on the piano, yeah. right? So, essentially, he has five different instruments. So with that knowledge, he pops it into this into this program and he plays this song. And the best description I can give you, and it's the most accurate description ever, it sounds like the circus <laughs> is raping Christmas. <laughs> that's what it sounds like <laughs> so that's a, so if you fuck up this G- chat gpt thing that's mixing your song i feel like there's a potential <laughs> that you can get one of these songs <laughs>
0: okay, I guess that's some... yeah
1: that's true mm. um uh... <laughs> i know i know i can't like it sucks L- luton you're like probably like what are you talking about so, like, if you heard this, so just to give you a perspective, uh, I was waiting outside for the bus to go home. And uh, I remember this one girl who was partnered up with our friend Nick. And she was like, How's your, how's your, uh... Music project coming along. I said, "Oh, it's good." I was I teamed up with you, or who was I teamed up with? To be honest, I don't even remember. I don't I didn't even remember who I was teamed up with, which is funny. But I remember this interaction very well. And she was like, "I'm teamed up with Nick," and I just started laughing. I couldn't. I could not stop laughing. And she was like, "Why are you laughing so much?" Like I was in tears of how funny it sounded because it sounded so bad. It sounded so bad. It was funny and i was like oh man
0: <laughs> right. um, sure i'll ben just for you i'm gonna increase the controversial counter <laughs> eric
1: said raping yeah i didn't well, say a circus that's not that's raping, not, that's not <laughs> i i was saying that's what the song sounded like <laughs> and everybody agreed with me <laughs> everyone agreed with me
0: <laughs> it's just triggering that's all but like Oh my god, that sounds horrible! I can't believe, I can't believe we forgot to transpose the instruments. It's <laughs> <laughs> a concert oh. key. That's oh, terrible. Oh man, um, Julia, how's it going? Thanks for tuning in. Um, yeah, I like. At some point though, it's not gonna sound like complete garbage, and it'll evolve and be like, write me a melody in the key of whatever in C. And yeah. make it sound like, um, I don't know, make it sound like Pink Floyd or something. And then it probably could do it. At some point, everything's just going to be AI driven, I feel like. Absolutely. <laughs> um, In other AI news, uh, there's actually another tool that's come out, Easy Splitter. Uh, and what it does, it takes a existing music track and it is able to... Re- Uh, split up the vocals from the track um and it creates four separate stems currently so it'll give you an instrumental track it'll give you a vocal track it'll give you the bass and it'll give you the drum track Mm -hmm. so it actually like it does it pretty well for most like pop songs i've i've actually taken a look you can just take any pop song that's on the radio and it'll actually give you like the isolated drums and the isolated vocals pretty well Mm. So like that's always technically existed in uh current software
1: but mm-hmm. um
0: it for me it's never really worked all that well especially like especially in, like rock music it's never been good but
1: uh yeah I've tried those programs too before and I, and I find that it's just like especially cuz the only reason why I would do that is if I wanted to actually play along with the track right but yeah. then I find sometimes it doesn't cut it properly
0: Yeah 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 but uh, this is actually a, a really good improvement. So mm. it actually is, it's working. So mm. um, here's the thing. This is probably gonna start a discussion for us, but um, a popular YouTuber with almost 3 million subscri- subscribers re- revealed on Twitter that he received a copyright strike from YouTube for his popular video titled, I asked AI to write an Eminem rap about cats. The AI-generated track features <laughs> vocals that mimic Eminem's voice. Uh, so it does pose a serious ethical and legal issue because obviously he is, uh, I don't know, pretending to to be Eminem, but it's AI-driven. Um, so is it copyright? Is it not? I don't know. <laughs> it actually does sound like Eminem by
1: the way. It does sound like an MA. Eh? Yeah. Hmm.
0: Actually, before you go into that, I'll, I'll add, I'll add an, a, a second news thing to that. So a new AI-generated song by Drake and The Weeknd called Heart of My Sleeve has streamed uh, 250,000 times on Spotify and 10 million views on TikTok, but neither musician has anything to do with the song. It was released uh, under false premises that it was by Drake and The Weeknd. And it does sound like Drake in the Weekend, but it's not their song.
1: <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Huh. Is that going to be the new, like, thief and no thief kind of controversy? <laughs> I don't even know how we're going to do that. Like, do you sue the company? Like, I wonder if this, this is going to open up a whole new copywriting. Yeah. Like, who
0: owns that? Because technically, it is original work, but you are mimicking
1: a known artist. Huh? What do you guys think? Do you guys think this is copyright? I don't. I want. Know. I want. I want, I I want, want people's. Uh, to weigh in? Want people in the chat to weigh in here. Yeah, I. I don't know. To be honest with you, like, because like, what if we went back to what we were talking about before? It's like chat gpt uh, change this melody to sound more interesting and it copies a famous song like it copies a pop song Mm. but maybe you're like wow yeah that sounds good because you're so into it at that point that you're just like because when you mix Mm. it it's, it's a bit exhausting mixing a song Yes. Um cuz cuz you're just constantly listening to the same part over and over and over again and by the time it's over you're just like I just need a <laughs> fucking break from it. Right? So I can see people being like yeah, it sounds great. It sounds even better. But then people would be like what? This is this is this song. <laughs> right? Yeah
0: just wants to get rid of digital media in general <laughs> i don't think that's gonna happen but <laughs> yeah, yeah go back to the cassette to <laughs> <laughs> just tape everything yeah oh yeah um and chasing dragonflies no you cannot i mean i guess you could you can make the argument that you could copyright the likeness of your voice but uh current copyright law would not allow you to do that but you could also huh. be like, like, it's not just the voice, right? You could be like, play me guitar solo like Eddie Van Halen or like, you know, yeah. play a drum fill like Neil Peart. Like, you could do all that. It's not just the voice.
1: Absolutely.
0: So, I don't know. It's a it's a very interesting time we live in. Um, mm-hmm. But it's definitely going to take over. Because, like, think of all those YouTube channels that are dedicated to doing like parody songs or like doing bohemian rhapsody in the style of metallica like all those channels that like like make all these like random ass cover songs but in a different style or like uh like the emo version of uh i will survive like Mm. that's the next evolution of that is all this ai stuff which makes it a lot easier to do
1: I feel like we're killing creativity <laughs> with this, don't you? I don't know cuz
0: like I do enjoy from time to time I do enjoy watching those YouTube videos where like if blink-182 was a country band, what would what would their song be like? Right? <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah, blink-182 is a country band. But like stuff like that is like sort of interesting right like the current way the youtube those youtube videos are made Mm -hmm. like some musician or some band will like record all their parts but in the style of a different band right like that's sort of how it's done but then when you bring Mm -hmm. the ai in it's just a prompt you type it in the keyboard does it for you does it for you but like the end product what is the difference because neither of them are i would consider like art it's it's entertainment for sure but like do I care if if that was made by uh, like a program or if it was made by a human? Because it's not. I'm not taking mm. it seriously.
1: See, I would disagree. Wait, I before disagree. You, before
0: you move on to that, even like, do you remember that uh, bluegrass band that does ACDC covers? Yeah. Like well, for me, I don't, I don't see a need for a human to make that.
1: You don't see a need for a human to make that
0: because the end product is still the, it'll be the same thing.
1: Yeah, but the, there's different subgenres within that genre, right? Like you can make it sound like there you can make it sound like a slow country song, you can make it sound like a fast country song. Yes. Right? There's different bluegrass shuffles that you could put in there, right? So so I feel like it 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 would be up to the musician to do it. And it's more creative in that style because it's like, okay, well, here's a person making it. I can connect with who they are as a person because of this version that they made of this song. I just feel like when you start putting AI, then it's going to be just like a machine corporation. It's like you might as well just bring it to some mass factory and be like, this is the actual mass factory product (laughs) of a song. We don't need people anymore, musicians. And like all these record companies are just going to be like, we're just going to get ChatGPT to write the songs. And bye-bye Ed Sheeran. (laughs) Bye bye, bye bye, Jack Johnson. No, but you write me write me a Jack Johnson song. G P -P (laughs) Chat Oh, there you go. Right, but you still need. That's what I'm saying.
0: You still need a musician or someone who who like understands what's going to be popular to give the prompts to the AI to like train the model and say like this is what's going to be popular with the kids, right? Like that's even though we ragged on David Guetta last time, like it's. Musicians like that that are going to still have a job because they are prompting it. Like, oh, I didn't like take one, take take five or whatever you gave okay, me. Right. So,
1: so we're not giving musicians jobs then. What? Because would you consider David Getta the actual musician? <laughs>
0: for for this argument, I will call him a musician.
1: <laughs> for this argument, I don't. I don't know. I feel like it's just way too artificial oh for it's sure it's too artificial for me. It, it's is, like, it is it is i i'm trying to describe like you know when you when you eat something and it's just like this is vanilla but mm. you could tell the difference between artificial vanilla and real vanilla yeah yeah like that's what this is <laughs> <laughs> like nobody wants the artificial like give me the real vanilla like it, it tastes way better than artificial vanilla but I, I don't know. At some point, the. Act- so would you rather than have like with your with your argument, would you rather have to go see the same band? Let's say if the band the, let's use the ACDC Bluegrass cover mm. band. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Let's say if they're like, you know what? We're tired of writing these songs. Let's just get the chat GPT to do it. Right. They'd get the AI to write the song for them. Would you go see them live or oh. would you rather see the computer live? like on like a live stream <laughs> because what's the difference then that's true okay but right like but, you're gonna kill you are going to kill live music if, you, if, if this keeps happening but
0: i would i from my perspective i would argue i would not have seen that band live anyways <laughs> yeah like no all, in all seriousness, all, all these bands mm. and all these youtubers who make like this content that is is very entertaining I would never see them live because in the format of me sitting at my desk at the computer watching that, that is the Mm -hmm. perfect medium for that type of content. But why the frick am I going to go to a one hour, two hour show of bluegrass ACDC covers like Mm -hmm. in person? Like it's I I wouldn't enjoy that. Or Mm. like some band pretending to be Led Zeppelin, but in opera style. Like it's like I wouldn't go see that. Hmm. Cause it's just a it's just a gimmick and I have no I have no emotional connection with bands or musicians who do that. So like hmm. because I don't have that connection, like, I'm not gonna have that connection with AI. So I might as well have AI make that.
1: Do you think at all real artists will actually start using this? Oh yeah. Then
0: for sure. And like not even obviously there's the tools that we already discussed previously, like those are useful, but specifically like this stuff that's like copying their vocal style or whatever. Like, of course, like Mm -hmm. the simplest thing I could say is like a lot of rappers like Drake have ghostwriters. So what's the difference between him hiring a ghostwriter to write all his, his (laughs) rhymes Versus just getting an AI to write.
1: Because you're giving people jobs. <laughs> That's why you're you're giving people jobs. I okay. So here's here's another interesting antidote then. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if if let's say if Drake used AI to write a, his newest single. Yes. Single does well, right? And. Somebody comes around and is like, hey, that's a catchy tune. I know an AI wrote it. I'm going to write something very similar and call it my own, but without AI. Is that copyright? Yes. Because, Because, well, Drake didn't write the song. (laughs) The AI did.
0: But he paid to have that song created.
1: So does that mean that that company gets to sue that artist? Or does Drake get to sue the artist? Because who actually owns the rights to that song? Does Drake, the AI company own the rights to the
0: AI generated song because he told the AI to create that song
1: and it is? But whoever created this software program shouldn't he be entitled to that? <laughs> I
0: can't, you can make that argument. Yeah. Obviously like these are all hypotheticals cuz like no <laughs> one has written a law around this. Like copyright law was already backwards and now like we're in AI territory, it's even like further down the line. But uh i guess i'm sure i'm sure there is some sort of agreement between the soft the bot creator and whoever uses it i'm sure they're like oh mm. pay us 99 dollars a month and then you own whatever it creates i'm sure they do something like that because like even lincoln park uh with their meteora 25th anniversary 20th anniversary release um mm. the whole i think it's the fourth or third disc where they released all the unreleased demos that they have they've they created music videos for all of them and all the music videos are ai created and hmm. it's through i forget what company it is but essentially it's just a subscri- subscription fee you just pay like 99 dollars a month and then you you own whatever that bot creates for you
1: hmm. i don't know Cam. <laughs> i don't know man i feel like this is this is gonna kill music. I don't know what everybody else thinks, but I think this is gonna kill music.
0: Is it gonna kill music? That is a good question. I think I think it definitely changes the music industry when it comes to like pop acts, mm. because I don't know if you tell me that Miley Cyrus uh, versus <laughs> you know versus like an AI, let's just name it. I don't know, June, June Pencil. Right, June Pencil is the brand new AI pop star.
1: June Pencil.
0: I don't know, like because you have a pencil on your desk. (laughs) It's the only thing that came to my mind. But like, do I care about either artist? I feel like they're the same to me. (laughs)
1: Luden would take the AI at that point. Yeah, uh, I could see it with pop songs. But I feel like you're just gonna like, like I, 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 I do agree. I don't. I think it's definitely gonna change the music industry. I think realistically, you're definitely gonna get those musicians that are like, "This is bullshit. Why would we ever do this?" Like those, you know, the Dark Ages. Like as Ben said earlier, yeah, right. So like, why would, like, I could see that happening to pop music, right? But I feel like people are going to lose respect for their artists like if it was like a Neil Young that decided to be like, you know what oh I'm done. Yes. I'm gonna just use AI like I feel like yeah where like eventually I feel like it's gonna start getting weeded out right
0: yeah, for sure like I, it doesn't make sense for like a Bob Dylan or a Neil Young to use AI for creating their songs like Mm -hmm. it it makes absolute no sense because you lose that human element i do agree with you if you use ai to create your music you're you're losing that human element that makes it special it Mm. like it just becomes an algorithm at at that point and it's not you you as an artist and your unique blueprint on that song Mm -hmm. um but like i think that will always exist regardless of how big ai gets and how much of the industry it takes over people are always going to look for like a real artist to connect to I don't think uh, from a and I don't think this is ever like really the case but like from a mainstream perspective I don't think anyone like fits that category of like real musician that's connected with people forever and is also like mainstream successful for 40 years not mm. like a pop star, anyways, like making that much money. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. i think mm. I think the musician will always exist, like the real musician who doesn't use AI.
1: Mm. But
0: I'm pretty sure like this is just how it goes. like ninety nine percent of the industry is everything's just going to be AI driven.
1: I could see when it comes to mixing your song like it would be it would be great and and i feel like with what they have right now on the programs it's very useful very useful especially when it's just like equalize the song and it literally like watches the the wave format and it equalizes it like logic does it so well like i always i use the auto thing for a lot of the things but when it comes to actually writing the song i just feel like I'm no, cynical. I, I honestly you're you're don't losing think, that artistic point.
0: I, I honestly don't think people give a shit. Like, that's why WAP is like one of the biggest songs of whatever <laughs> year it came out. Like, what artistic merit does that song have? Right? I might as well have an AI write that.
1: Insert the cricket sound <laughs> clip here. <laughs> uh, I feel like that's just like art galleries get get ai to paint a picture of a mountain (laughs) there you go open up an ai art gallery right
0: yeah i don't know man i think that's how it goes here let me add one more thing so another another ai thing that's been added on to the whole mix now Mm -hmm. ai has gone so good at mimicking existing artists that now they're creating covers of famous songs by that artist so one that's floating around currently on tiktok is uh, miley cyrus's song flowers but it's justin bieber singing it so they're just gonna like they're gonna just keep pumping this shit out like justin bieber singing pretty much every single song in existence and just have it so if you wanted stairway to heaven sing sung by justin bieber or uh free bird sung by celine dion you could just at some point it will exist but like created by these ais you could just google it and then you can look it up if you ever wondered what um another one bites the dust sang by i don't know by trent reznor just google it it'll be there i don't know man (laughs) ben's also depressed now He, he can't Has no words
1: this is this is actually insane i don't know i think this is insane it'll be i don't
0: like it's gonna be wild like in five years time i'm pretty sure this is just gonna be commonplace Mm -hmm. and like there's no way like the us government canadian government like governments around the world that are trying to enact copyright laws. There's no way they're going to keep up with this. It's impossible. They already have no way of combating piracy, like just downloading music. Like that was back in like the late 90s and they still don't have a good way of like controlling that. So forget controlling this like AI stuff in copyright. Mm.
1: It's going to be it's going to be interesting because I feel like we're already starting to lose that live concert yeah thing and and i think it's it's not because of this chat gpt i think the pandemic really opened up an opportunity of live music being streamed online now Mm -hmm. and whatever platform but then what also is driving this is the tickets like being you know taken by all these scalpers and sold double price right and i feel like with adding this AI into It's just, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like nobody's going to want to, like, I personally would be pissed. Like, I, I do agree with you to the extent that yes, if they use AI to make their cover songs, sure, whatever. (laughs) But I I will be pissed if like somebody like city and color, right. Mm -hmm. Which is what I've been listening to. And Dallas greens is like my next album it's called AI over the sun or whatever, right? And <laughs> and he plays he like and then it's like, well, I don't want to go see you then, <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh man, that sucks. It's also
0: like murky waters because like there's definitely going to be people that don't disclose like that they used AI because they know there is going to be a negative reaction to it, so they're just gonna like, yeah, I definitely wrote this song, but they like paid. A subscription to an ai bot to write their song hmm. like for sure because like okay even even now with drake and his ghostwriters people are like speculating that you know uh whoever whoever wrote this song for him but like it's not disclosed on any of the liner notes Hmm. yeah that's how it is
1: that's sad <laughs> that is sad <laughs> like i feel like we could use it in so many better ways but when i i just feel like you're just destroying the creative like input like the whole structure of just the beginning of creating the song but then again you do make a good point with pop music right because it's all written as a collaboration with like 30 people yeah right so yeah. it's like what is the difference yeah yeah right uh, yeah you like, get, those 30 people just don't have jobs anymore <laughs> <laughs> yeah right? like
0: from a pop perspective i am just not concerned because like it's mm-hmm. soulless music anyway. so like what what's the difference for me but it there is a concern for like real art like how does that affect a musician's incentive to like actually write a real song right Mm-hmm. Like, am I going to spend 50 hours and, I don't know, $5,000 to mixing engineer to make this song perfect, like what I hear in my head? Or am I just going to pay $100 a month to this AI bot and make it write me a song that I like?
1: Mm.
0: Right? Like, financially, there's also a big difference there. mm <laughs> Um, and Ben says the new Milli Vanilli era is upon us. Hey, with AI, you could go like, I want, um, <laughs> I need a song. I want uh, "Smoke on the Water" in the style of Milli Vanilli.
1: <laughs> you know what'd be interesting? Like, I'd be interested to see the capabilities of how well this machine works. Like, if I was like, I want "Smoke on the Water" in like augmented jazz feel. Oh. And just that see, so just cool. see what it comes out. Like, like, is it going to come up with something shit or is it gonna come up <laughs> with something good? I, the thing with right? this
0: is right. It just gets better over time as it like keeps doing its iterations and algorithms and everything. It just gets better.
1: I feel like we're going to get a bunch of frauds in music because <laughs> I feel like what's going to happen is, is people are going to be like, I want it in the style of this musician who's crazy, like guitar player or pianist and just like they're gonna go up there and they're gonna learn the song but it's just like oh my god and then it's gonna come out one day oh no he actually never wrote this song (laughs) i wrote it for him (laughs) and then his career is just gonna go plummeting
0: yeah it's interesting times man interesting times Mm -hmm. um okay so i i figured that was gonna be a big like discussion point so maybe i'll just stop there and save all the news articles for next time and yes we'll just move on to the album review but let's go to the album i do want to add one more one more news article which will be a quick one uh kiss are now selling air guitar strings and i'll show you a picture on screen air
1: guitar strings just a blank
0: Package. They're plastic Please bags. Tell me. They're plastic bags of air going for $399.
1: Oh my god. Okay, if somebody buys that, they need a good slap in the back of the head. They're buying just an empty bag.
0: They're air guitar strings there.
1: That is ridiculous. I agree. Chasing dragonflies—that is completely ad- ridiculous. This is the funniest thing I've ever That's seen. Worse than AI music. <laughs> How? It's not a, probably. It's not even like a Ziploc. No, it's, right? No, it's it's probably just like just a bag. It's stapled <laughs> shut. Like there's no, you can't even put anything on the bag if you needed something. How much are they going for? Three ninety nine. Sorry, three ninety nine. Yeah. Three ninety nine USD three ninety nine. So almost five dollars. Yeah, almost. Almost five dollars <laughs> for a bag of nothing, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> oh, my God. That is act- that is ludicrous. But it's kiss they sell everything even air this has to be this has to be
0: a joke. no it's not it's real. Maybe I should buy a bag and just show you look what I got
1: <laughs> Probably have to pay shipping on top of that too.
0: yeah I know
1: <laughs> oh my god air guitar strings <laughs> oh
0: my god ben only has eight percent battery i don't think you're gonna make it to the end but thankfully no, no. this is the last news article so thanks <laughs> for spending your last battery life on us anyway oh man that, that's the one i wanted to add to this to this very serious conversation about ai <laughs> um all right right, we'll, we'll save the rest for for next week but let's move on to the album review All right let's do it <clears throat> so for this week um we are going to be discussing and let me just pull this up brand new album by covet their brand new album called catharsis so uh covet california math rock band is back with the third full-length studio album catharsis fronted by main songwriter and guitarist yvette young the album was released on april 7th 2023
1: Um, are you muted right now? (laughs) No, I'm doing. You said math rock, so like (laughs) one plus one is
0: two. (laughs) I mean, that probably is pretty good description of math rock. But anyways, uh, quick quote from her about the actual album: music has always been escapism for me and a great source of therapy. My hope for this music is that they'll. That it will take people somewhere and stir their imaginations, or at the very least, make them feel something. I named this record Catharsis because the word to me feels like a triumphant exodus. No matter the dire circumstances, music is one of those things that I've always needed to create to survive, in all senses of the word. And time and time again, I turn to guitar and songwriting as my outlet to uplift and feel like I have control over something in this chaotic universe. So this album um ben thought i said math
1: rock no math rock as in two plus two equals four yeah they record they just take a bunch of math and then it's like play <laughs> that's how they they don't even have a plan they
0: just play <laughs> uh all right eric your thoughts on this album
1: so i've checked out covet before never listened to any of their full albums at all um I know, like they have some vocals in their songs, but not a lot. Uh, but mainly instrumental. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know. I actually kind of enjoyed this album. Like I've never hated Covet. I've always liked them. Like they're like when when you say math rock, like I, I'm sure there's different types of notes that I've probably never played in my life. <laughs> but I mean. Uh, that's probably where the math rock comes in and probably like obscure time signatures i yeah. can i can imagine for sure uh but i but i mean like i i, I kind of dug it like it was it it wasn't like an album that like kind of pumps you up like i feel like mm-hmm. you really need to appreciate like a, a, or grasp an understanding of what music is like and i'm not saying like like oh this band is better than this band i'm saying like actually like how it's created and and just like the thought process that goes into actually like putting it on paper um so uh that's where i that's where i really enjoy covet uh because they kind of push the limits Mm -hmm. like a lot uh but i felt like it was very well produced um not overly produced uh which is great i find a lot of like instrumental stuff they really pump up the guitars um or to the grid yeah exactly uh but I I enjoyed it. Like I felt like this is a great album like I can kind of plop on and just get stuff done. Mm-hmm. Uh I really enjoyed Bronco. I thought that was probably one of my favorites on the album. Um but but yeah, like it's Covet. So <laughs> like
0: Yeah. Uh no, I'm I'm so happy that you said Bronco cuz that is my favorite song on this mm-hmm. album. Like it's so good. It's such a good song. But um yeah, like there's so many, like, virtuoso guitar players that are just, like, shred monsters. Like, all they do is just, like, notes, 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 and just, like, blow your head off with that. Covet is different. It's definitely very technical, complicated guitar parts, but it approaches it a bit differently. I've, like, the way the way I, like, see it, it's more about... The complexity of the rhythm plus, like, the tone and, like, you mm-hmm. know, like how the chord shapes are. The chord <laughs> shapes for sure are just, like, out of this world. Like, the, I don't know. I know she used, like, alternate tunings and stuff, but man, like, the chords that she comes up with on this is just, like, Mm -hmm. never heard those before and not to say that she can't shred because there's definitely like shreddy parts on this album but it's not Mm -hmm. the focal point it's not like look at me i can play all these notes like really quickly it this for me a lot of this album felt like you were sort of like drifting on a cloud rather than just like rocking out
1: that's a good that's actually a good like metaphor for that drifting on a cloud because and and i do agree like a lot of guitar players just shred like she can shred but again like she does it tastefully yeah right like some of the best solos i think in my mind are when they're actually thoughtfully laid out melodically like to the song and it sounds good but then you get those guitar players which i call them like jock guitar players because they're just like (laughs) right and then that's that's all they do so and it's like okay cool man that's great but that doesn't sound like it just sounds overwhelming to you to
0: you right yeah it's just over the top it's like uh this whole record just like lush guitars if you're like a super guitar nerd like the tones that she gets on this record
1: is just like out of this world Yeah, she's hitting some harmonics on there that I was just like, how the fuck do you do that? (laughs) Yeah, it's like madness. But
0: like, you know, front to end this album, it's not bad. Um, I wouldn't, for me, I wouldn't say it's like the perfect record. There's Mm. still like points when it sort of lost me. Like, uh, towards the middle of this album, surprisingly, I was like, oh, vanquish and smother, smolder. I was like, mm. okay, that's interesting. But like, I sort of fell asleep on those ones. Um, but track five, Interlude, the piano stuff. That was pretty cool. That was, that was a yeah. bomb track. That was so good.
1: I, I, I did feel like, like, yeah, they, they kind of like lost you at the middle mm. of it. But I did feel like this was the perfect length of an album. Like mm. in terms of just like eight songs, like it was, there was nothing more, nothing like too less. right so like i would say it was like a good blend of everything right Mm -hmm. so yeah
0: yeah like the front of this album is so good the back of this album is so good the Mm -hmm. interlude is like a great it's a great mini song i would say um but the middle album sort of sags a bit i would i would Mm -hmm. i would say on that one but honestly covet still like one of my favorite bands of all time um And they're math rock because actually, this album was a little bit less math rock in my Mm. mind. But uh, essentially, you get branded math rock if you just use weird uh, time signatures. If you go from Mm. like five, four to like seven, eight to like four, four. I see. Like you just keep switching it every measure, then you end up being called math rock because you're just like (laughs) counting all the time, going one, two, three, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, five. Like you're just counting all the time. Oh, man. Um, I would not do well in a kind of <laughs> band <like> that. <laughs> um, there were definitely like, like def like time signature changes for sure, um, but it was less prevalent on this album compared to like previous records. I feel like, which is nice. Like for- playing in four four is per- perfectly fine
1: if you're gonna be playing like super complex guitar parts. So. So, would you classify yourself as math rock if you just went from four four time to two four time? No, <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> that's, that's nothing. It's like grade one counting. You're, you're changing. You're changing the time signatures, <laughs> It's Kevin. like that's... just play the chorus in two four time. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a field
0: change. It's not even a time change. Um, but yeah, like I'm so excited to see. Th- this band Uh, i'm gonna be seeing them this saturday so oh sick that's awesome yeah it'll be pretty cool to see how they are live i'm a bit concerned to be honest with the live performance just because like i don't think i don't think this band is actually built to be like a live performance like especially on this record because it is very not in your face but very atmospheric very lush Mm. it feels more like a shoegazer band where it's more about the vibe of the band which I've never, I've never been excited to see a band when it's just like they're making a soundscape, and you're there to get high and like feel the music. Like I really do enjoy moshing and just like you know singers getting in your face and screaming at you. That's the type of like yeah. shows I want to go go to. But <laughs> you know, I'm always up for something new. So uh, I do love this band. So right on. Uh, yes. And chasing Dragonflies is coming with, we're going to go see them. Um, right on. That's awesome. Alrighty. Final thoughts, ratings on this one, Eric.
1: I mean, I enjoyed it. I didn't think it was anything like too crazy special, like it's covet. So, uh, I mean, I'm going to give this a seven out of 10 nice. for sure. Um, I, I enjoyed it. I, I probably like put it on again as like, just to get stuff done around the house, kind of clean and kind of like not when you're, like I just need something to just kind of like float on a cloud, like you said. Mm-hmm. Like that's the perfect analogy for this. Yeah,
0: Um, yeah, I'm giving I'm giving this an eight because like I'm I'm just super impressed with like Bronco. Oh my
1: god, that song is so. That's good. a good song. That's that's a that neat song. song.
0: And it's not like your typical like. Mm-hmm. There's
1: guitar parts in there. Just like what the frick? How are you doing yeah. this? Yeah, there's some harmonics that she's hitting that I'm like, what the hell? I like I was, I, I I picked up the guitar to try to like <laughs> figure it out, but I couldn't figure it out. So. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, yeah. But I'm
0: I'm giving this an eight out of ten because like it's definitely mm. not a perfect album, but it doesn't have to be. It's just a it's just a good album to listen to. Like there's nothing, you know. It's 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 just nice to listen to. Exactly. Uh all right, cool. So that was our discussion on Catharsis by Covet. Um and I don't I don't know why we do this, but the album that we will be doing for next week is the brand new album by the mighty Metallica. The brand new album, 72 Seasons. Spoiler, I've already started listening to this and as a huge Metallica fan. Uh, I can't
1: I can't deal. Next week's episode's going to be awesome. Nice. That's what that's what comes saying.
0: <laughs> every time over this releases a new album, I'm so excited, but I also know it's just going to be pain and suffering.
1: Oh yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be glory. <laughs> it's going to be freaking glory, man. I just always hold out
0: hope that, you know, something, if we just something good. But it's just pain and suffering every single eight every eight years a new album comes out. Oh man! <laughs> ben has a funny joke in here. He's trying to find seventy-two reasons to like this album. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> um, all right, let's let's wrap this up. So, um, Eric did have a triggering statement uh, this week. Uh, He described a song by our um, mutual friend as a
1: circus raping Christmas. I don't think that's controversial because if you would have heard it, you would have thought the same thing. But sure, why not? For the sake of the podcast, why not? Um, But yeah.
0: Anyways, let's let's close this off. Oh, let me get rid of Metallica off the screen. Um, so that's it. That's that. This is the Crossroads Music Podcast. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Uh, we're gonna be back here Monday again, uh, ten p.m. ET, seven p.m. PT, here at Twitch.tv/slash The Crossroads Music Podcast. Uh, but catch us on Spotify, Apple Music, all those uh, wonderful places. Um, I don't think that's is there anything else, Eric? I can't remember if there's a sorry my mind is just yeah. like everywhere right now because i'm just thinking about the new metallica record and just like i'm trying to hold in <laughs> yeah. all my thoughts right now but i'm saving it for
1: next week <laughs> <laughs> i i got nothing to say rock on All right. keep listening to good music all right perfect thanks everyone and see you all next week